Hey, hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. And uh, joining me across the internet because, you know, we're busy adults is Tyler. Tyler, it's been a while since we've done one like this. Yeah, it has. It has. Um, but we're here, bright and early, too. On a 9.30 on a Saturday morning, I think this is the earliest we've ever done this. I don't know if we've ever really recorded it in the morning. No, I, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think, but not even like, yeah, yeah, this this is like the earliest, I, man, yeah, you're right, you're right, never, never done a morning, never done a morning. No, no. Um, and that's mostly, uh, I, I will say, I was... I'm taking a risk here. I almost never do anything that requires my brain in the morning uh, because <laughs> I, I'm not a morning person, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm more of a night person, but I've, I've turned into a morning person only because I've kind of had to um, with work and all that. But I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, uh, hopefully our brains are unfogged. Uh, I, I have my brain defogger here called coffee. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing it. Um, this, of course, yeah, you mentioned Saturday morning, so, you know, we, we don't have any racing to talk about. Formula One's returning no. tomorrow yeah. morning uh, to Sochi Gee. for the last time. Or no, no, for the second, second last, last time. time. Yeah. Um, yep. And yeah. What do you What do you think of the the qualifying? Did you watch that? I did not watch the qualifying. Um, okay. I was not up that early. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um, um, yeah. No. It was It was only interesting just because it was raining, um, or it like had a heavy downpour before qualifying. So, um, you know, when it rains, usually the grid gets shaken up, but then it started to get dry just enough in uh, Q3. And so everybody tried to put uh, soft tires on instead of the Inters. And um, some of them, like the Mercedes drivers, uh, didn't have enough time to get uh, temperature in their tires. Mm. So, like, Lewis Hamilton crashed twice. Uh, he he hit the wall going into p- the pits and kind of fucked some shit up, and then they ended up double stacking uh, with Valtteri, so that screwed Valtteri's time up because it held him up, so he wasn't able to get basically two laps in is what you needed to get the tire temperature up, and then uh, on Lewis's uh, actual last qualifying lap, he he lost it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, like super major damage, but yeah, Lando on pole, signs second, Russell third, Hamilton's fourth, mm. um, Verstappen, Leclerc starting in the back. It should at least be an okay race because the grid is all kind of shaken up, but otherwise, Sochi is a is a very boring track. Yeah. I like the first three corners of Sochi, and that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we did have other racing. Uh, did you watch any of the Laguna Seca? Uh, I did, yeah. Did you watch did. Roman Grosjean being an absolute yes. madman? Yeah, that was uh, 
that was really exciting to watch, and I was I was rooting for him so much. Yeah, um, like because man, he was fucking flying, and I think if he didn't have that incident with Jimmy Johnson where he was trying to pass him, like he might have been able to pull that off because that kind of slowed him down a little bit. I don't know, man. That was really fun to watch at the end. Really wild to see him like just. <laughs> passing at the, what what they call the corkscrew um that mm-hmm. downhill chicane it's like wow that's uh yeah that's not a place I, I mean maybe i just don't watch enough races there but that isn't the place that i'd initially think of yeah i'm gonna pass there where i have words the track at its trickiest with with grip trying to trying to navigate that yeah definitely um, yeah, it was it was really exciting. I uh, I really hope he gets a full time ride in IndyCar next year because yeah. he's just rumors are really fun uh, to watch. I think uh, Andretti, yeah, is, is going to pick him up. And you know if if he can have like if he can have a slightly better car and if he's racing for the championship, I can I can see it. Oh yeah, me too, definitely. I mean, it's very obvious that he's got the the skill in IndyCar to compete with the guys have, that have been doing it for their whole careers. Yeah. You know, right away. And, uh, I mean, obviously he has that F1 experience, but there is some differences there. But, man, yeah, he was really fun to watch. Yeah, and it, it just seems like he's having a really good time with it. And, and that's nice after mm-hmm. having to drive that Haas for however many years that was. Yeah, and honestly, he got out at the right time. Because <laughs> it would have been even more miserable this year, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I that's enough about racing, man. That's enough. We, yeah. we we'll we'll have we'll have more to feast on in the coming weeks. Um, yes. But yeah, video games is ostensibly what this this podcast is about. Uh, the greatest video game being fantasy football. Uh, oh. I won pretty handily. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. I did too. That was nice. We're facing off. We are week. all, yeah, we are. We are. That should be interesting. We are all one and one in our league, so that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, keeping it tight through two weeks. We'll see how that plays. Yeah. Out. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I, I find myself watching less football <laughs> this year. I don't know why, but like, I just. I'll watch the Steelers game, and then maybe I'll keep an eye on another game in the background, but I haven't really been eyes glued to football this year. No, I haven't too much so far either. I mean, I've watched some of the Sunday night and Monday night games, but like the games during the day, I haven't watched too much. Um, yeah, we'll see. It's. I mean, it's nice that it's on, though. Yeah. yeah. So, for sure. Uh... Okay, but for real, Tyler, let's talk about video games we've been playing because if we're being honest, we aren't really playing anything when we do fantasy football. We're just no. line up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, what, what you been up to, man? Um, trying to think. I know, so I've played a little bit more of The Ascent. Um Oh, you, you've been playing that on your own now. <laughs> I, I have, yeah. Because um, I wanted something just, like, super-duper mindless. Um, and so, so I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going with it. Tyler, why are you doing that? Diablo, I don't know. Diablo 2 Resurrected is right there. 
I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, just quickly on this game. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's fine. Like, there are moments, man, where I really love this game. And there are times where I just fucking just can't stand it. Um, there are side missions that you unlock that you are the right level for. But it's, the the progress for that side mission is gated through the main mission but the game doesn't really tell you that so i wasted like 30 minutes getting to this area because it was a new area fought all my way through all these enemies just to get there to just be like you can't go in here yet just to then kind of be frustrated look it up and go oh i have to do the main mission because i'm literally going to go into that area and I'm like, God, then why, like, the progression of this game is just so bizarre. I just don't understand it. And then also, um, so where you and I got stuck, I found that there was a, a, an extra path that we could have taken that circumvented almost everything that we were running into. So I'm like, okay, cool. Got past that. Dude, this game's just... Uh, Difficulty is just so out of whack, balance-wise, to me. Because, um, yeah, I'm over-level for a lot of things. I have actually put it on easy, just because I don't really give a fuck. And the game still, to me, just feels just as difficult as it was on normal. Like, it does not really feel that much easier. Um, so, I don't know. This game is just... It's a little unbalanced. The progression's a little bit weird. But then, like, there's just a couple things, like... Some of the abilities you get later on are fucking dope, dude. I got this gigantic fucking laser beam that wrecks fools left and right. Oh my god, is it fun to use. Um, I've upgraded a lot of the weapons now, and that's cool. Like, there's there's so many things that I like about it, and so many things that just frustrate the, the fucking living shit out of me. Map being one of them. Menus, I don't know. I would play an Ascent too, for sure. Um, and I'm probably going to finish this, but it's, uh, man, a little disappointing. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, at a time. It's not a, it's not a bad game. It's just, there's just certain things that just really get on my nerves with it. So. Yeah. And that, that's, that seems pretty consistent with everyone else I've, I've talked to yeah. about, about this game. Like it's, it's very inconsistent. Like. The highs are pretty high, but, like, there are a lot of lows as well to yeah. go along with that. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, just did some of that, and then I had, like, a pretty crazy-ass week at work, so I didn't get too much time during the week to play stuff, but ended up last night being able to sink more time into Deathloop. Mm. Um, so... The game, I'll be honest with you, I started playing last night, and I'm like, man, I just don't know how I fully feel about this game. Like, I, I, I'm liking it, but I, I'm not, like, loving it. Um, and started kind of just going through to some of the missions to kind of take out some visionaries and get some slabs, some residium to, like, infuse the gear so you can keep it. Um, and by the end of the night, uh, my play session, this game really started to click with me, like, way more than it has. Um, so I took out, like, three different visionaries in my time playing, and, 
Um, yeah, now have just a lot of abilities. I have some cool purple weapons that are fucking dope. Um, I have, you know, trinkets that I now have am starting to keep through the whole process. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying some of the maps too, and their, their challenges during the different time periods. Um, but what I'm finding so far and I'm curious how you feel about if you played more of this game, like I think this game is like really fucking easy. Like, I haven't even died at all. And I just feel like dudes are dying so fucking quickly. Um, like, one of the visionaries, uh, I think he was more of like a, a sniper sort of boss. And so you, so I got to the area where he was, and I honestly didn't know where the fuck he was. I didn't see any enemies at all. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And so I start just kind of walking around, then I start getting shot. And then I start hearing dialogue from him. I'm like, oh, okay, gotcha. So then I, I'm like, okay, I need to kind of reset. So I run backwards to where I was because there was a health station there. And I'm like, I'm just going to refill my health and then figure this out. Um, and I had the shift ability, which is kind of like the blink ability from Dishonored. And I'm like, fuck it. I literally just ran out from where I was, used the shift ability three times in a row, got in this dude's face so fast, and he died in like two hits. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then the next level that I did, I was kind of stuck. Like, I knew where the boss was, but I couldn't get into the area. So I started just kind of experimenting. I saw this door, I saw a switch, and I'm like, I haven't been able to open this door you know, almost every door you try to open, you actually open it. I'm like, fuck it. So I shot the switch. Boom, door opens. I'm like, okay, interesting. But that alerted, like, all these enemies and the boss, the visionary that was in the room. So I just sat there and literally just kept firing at the door and just slaughtered, like, five dudes in, like, three seconds, including the boss. And I don't know. I'm just finding this game to be kind of easy. But in a way, I kind of like that. Because I kind of like the feeling of just being like this, like, kind of powerful sort of dude that's just like wrecking shop um, and sneaking around and doing all sorts of stuff. It's it's cool, and I, I kind of like when the action, when your stealth kind of breaks down too. Like, just a fast, frenetic shooting just feels really cool sometimes. Um, yeah, the game game has started to click with me a lot more. Have you played more more Deathloop? No, I haven't played more Deathloop, but I have okay. observed the conversation around the difficulty and like just the AI behavior in that game. Mm-hmm. I'd like to offer up perhaps an explanation. It's on purpose, lore-wise, because the whole conceit of this game is that this Deathloop, this island, is a bunch of rich assholes who wanted to live forever. They aren't necessarily the, they aren't competent soldiers or anything like that. They're mm-hmm. rich assholes, so it kind of makes yeah. sense that you'd be able to just cut right through them. It does. It does make sense, lore wise, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting because because like I said, like the game is really easy, but then I think it's kind of like a fun thing in a way. Yeah. Because um, you're just like yeah, just taking dudes out left and right. It's kind of fun. I, I had a. Dude, I was, like, so pissed, too, because the last level that I ended up doing, I I kind of died 
so you get three lives. I died twice like an idiot. Um, and I'm on the last one, but I know where the visionary is. And this is the one where I just couldn't get in and I had to shoot the switch and all that. Um, but the thing is, is that you had to stay up on these two different levels because the floor was just full of gas. And I completely screwed up a shift um, to like basically blink to the next platform, fell all the way down and, and like lost, or no, this was my second life. Yeah, this was my second one. So I would have had one more left and I had over 20,000 residium at that point, which is a pretty decent amount, at least for early in the game. And that can buy you a ton of upgrades and just, or just keeping a lot of stuff. And I'm like, fuck. And uh, so now I'm on my last life, plus I had to take out the visionary, and then I had to figure out how to get all that residium back. So that was kind of intense in a way, but it was it was fun. I ended up getting it all back, which was good. But yeah, yeah it's cool. Um, and, and also too, this game in the first two to three hours when you're doing that opening level, um, you feel very overwhelmed by it. Um, because it's just throwing so much at you and you feel this kind of anxiety of like, I got to take all these guys out in one day sort of thing. But what, what you need to let do and like, I had to totally like change my mind and how I'm thinking about this game because once I started playing it more last night, I'm like, no, like this game is actually rather linear. Like you're going through these missions for certain story objectives and it's rather linear. Like, I, yeah, you can go into any of these maps at any time you, you want and ignore that stuff if you wanted to. Um, but if you wanted to follow the story progression, it's a rather linear level-based sort of thing. And I have no doubt that the final mission is probably going to be take all these guys out in one day. Um, but so far, it's it kind of turns into a little bit of a linear sort of game. Um so yeah, I don't know. it's cool, but but that's uh that's all I got. What what about you? Have you played anything? Oh, I've been uh, I've been I've been back on on some bullshit here. Uh, just you know, one of my favorite studios in the world right now, the Yakuza Studio, put out Lost Judgment, and you know that's Ooh. the only thing I've been playing this week. <laughs> oh, all right. How um, is it? It is fantastic. Uh, I am. I really, I really like the direction they're going here because I, you, you, you beat Judgment, correct? I, I'm not misremembering that. No, I have not played Judgment actually. Oh, fuck! I've only I've only played and finished Like a Dragon. Oh, okay. Uh, so, well, uh, I'm gonna spoil Judgment a little bit for you, but mm, so the what they did in Judgment is, is this whole mystery about like corruption around like the this pharmaceutical industry and and developing this this new drug to cure uh alzheimer's uh right so they go from that to um lost judgment being about solving bull the cases of bullying in high school (laughs) so (laughs) it goes from this this huge like pharmaceutical drama legal drama there to basically dealing with a bunch of uh, high school teen drama and you know what I think it, I think it's working a lot here <laughs> hmm. 
All right. Yagami is like the perfect dude to be like, yeah, I'm going to try to be the cool counselor or advise. He eventually becomes like an advisor to one of the clubs in this high school so he can stay, so he can freely walk around campus for his investigation. But like, he is totally like trying to be the cool teacher. <laughs> and and it's really goofy and really fun. And I, I, I'm just really in general like loving the uh, the vibes the, this game is giving me. Cool. Um, nice. But yeah, so like the main uh, I guess the main thrust of the story is uh, there there was this cop uh, whose son committed suicide because he was bullied but the investigation turned up nothing about the bullying uh, when he tried to sue the school. So he's trying to get... He tried to get his revenge. Um, some somehow it's it's there's a lot of moving pieces here. So he got caught uh, groping a woman on a train, but he used the trial to publicize the, to resurface this case of bullying, and also to and in doing that he revealed that hey this guy that was bullying my child you're gonna find his body, but like. He has an alibi because he was in jail for like two months for the trial. So at the time the guy, the guy died, like you can't connect it to him unless like he knows who did it and he set it up. So it's like it's really that that's what the investigation is about is finding out like what the connection is there between this this cop, the bullying, uh, the body, and all that. Um, but yeah, the game really opens up on. I guess, like, I think they do give a warning about this, a, a content warning about how gruesome it is. But in the opening cinematic, like, there is a decomposing corpse with maggots and flies, and it is really fucking gross. <laughs> mm, wow. uh, yeah, I, I feel like there are a lot of good things about Lost Judgment, but, like, one, one thing that I'm really noticing like in the cutscenes is that they've really improved facial animations and like giving nonverbal cues to like what what characters might be thinking or reacting to so I, mm. I, I'm really enjoying that but yeah I I just I just really I'm having a lot of fun with it I got to I'm about five hours in I'm in chapter three where it starts to open up a little bit and you can get into some side stuff uh, haven't I haven't found too much goofy stuff yet. Um, although they did, they teased me, and then it turned out to be nothing. There, they, there was there was a report of an arachnid man climbing up buildings, <laughs> but it, it it didn't really turn up to be anything like it. It wasn't as major a thing as I was hoping it would be. Mm, dang. It was it was just someone trying to steal panties. <laughs> is the combat good? Everything? This one's yeah, it's, a brawler sort the, of thing, back right? Back to the brawler combat. Uh, they introduced a new style, which I think is really cool. This the snake style, and the whole um, the whole deal with the snake style is that you know how you have like your heat actions in a brawl in in the Yakuza games. Uh, yeah. For, for, um, so. And all the other ones, your heat actions are like you're gonna beat the living shit out of these guys. But for snake style, is that 
it's basically you scare them into surrendering. It's called EX Surrender rather than Extreme Actions. Um, but yeah, it's it's all kinds of stuff. Like there's one where they're on the ground, uh, and you and you uh, basically put them in an arm bar, or or you, you chicken wing them, and uh, they tap out. And there's other ones where like they're up against a wall and you kind of like punch the wall next to them and they and they faint. It's like it's it's really goofy and I, and I like it um, because there are uh, there are parts of the game where you have to fight teenagers and it's it's kind of weird to just beat the shit out of teenagers <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I use that snake style to basically uh, scare them to, to to death. So yeah, it's really cool stuff. Nice. Yeah, sounds sounds like a interesting game for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm very cool. much uh, looking forward to getting further into it and seeing what what more goofy stuff the game has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Isn't skate like skateboarding a thing in this? Yeah, skateboarding series? is a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can kind of like you you can skate around town on the roads. Uh, it's. I'm sure there's going to be more to it, but right now it's just a faster way to get around town. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. The, but that that's, that's what I've been playing. Uh, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to doing, doing more of that. I think there are other games that I also want to check out. I need to get back to Deathloop. Uh, I, I've seen Sable. I, I think I want to play Sable. Mm-hmm. Looks like yeah, it really looks cool interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have uh, picked up Kena in the Bridge of Spirits. I just didn't start it yet. So, yeah, yeah man, there's there's just so much to play. So much to it's play. Crazy. Maybe not enough time to get to it all, but yeah, damn it, we're definitely. gonna try. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, get into the news here real quick. Not much happened this week. And it, it'll probably show, based on some of the news we picked, such as Guinness World Record. That is probably what? one of the most depressing <laughs> things I've ever read. Um, yeah. What? what? <laughs> so, I mean, I for one think the Guinness Book of World Records is, like, one of the stupidest things going on personally I think I think a lot of their so-called records are like hey someone paid us to keep track of this but um Fall Guys it has the world record for being the most downloaded PlayStation Plus game Fall Guys yeah fuck this how does that make you feel it makes me feel disappointed it makes me feel, um, yeah, just disappointed in, in gamers out there ac- around the world that you'd fall for this bullshit, this fucking plastic-ass <laughs> bullshit, um, the most generic kind of game that you could ever fucking imagine. Uh, fucking this this branding exercise called Fall Guys. Like, fuck you if you, if you still, man. Fuck Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, Fall Guys isn't my thing, but this, um, yeah, 
Guinness Book of World Records is kind of a weird thing, but it also doesn't surprise me that this is probably true. I mean, Fall Guys was huge last year, um, and it was PlayStation Plus was a, a massive part of that. I honestly would have thought it might have been Rocket League, um, and I have no doubt it probably might have might have been up until Fall Guys. But yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because I just feel like. I'm not saying Fall Guys is, like, dead or anything like that. You just don't hear about it too much, um, as much as you did. I, I know they have multiple seasons going on and everything, but it definitely has died down more, for sure. But, I don't know. <laughs> Fall Guys is such a weird thing, man. It really is. Fall Guys is just... This, this news is distressing, like... Is this the taste of gamers now? Is this what is this what the young gamers like now? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oh man, I'm getting old. I'm getting yeah. old. <laughs> All right, let's. Yeah. Let's. I just didn't like the way Fall Guys felt. That was my biggest thing. Like I think as a a, a game and its concept and what it's trying to do, it's interesting. But I just I could not stand how that game felt. To just move around and jump and man, I could take a game like Fall Guys if it felt way better. Like, give me like a fucking Crash Bandicoot Fall Guys. You know what I mean? Dude, you, like, I'd be all over that. Man, you're. Mm, I don't. Not Fall. Not Crash Bandicoot and Fall Guys. A Crash Bandicoot style Fall Guys game. You know what I mean? No, don't do that. Just do Crash Bash. Okay. Just do Crash Bash again. Yeah. We don't yeah, need. Yeah. A platformer battle royale or whatever the fuck you want to call that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, man, if I if I designed a video game, it would look nothing like Fall Guys. <laughs> uh, all right. Enough about that. Let's watch. Let's 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 wash our hands of that. We've gotten through the disgusting, filthy news. Um, let's let's talk about other things that are. Hmm. You know what? Let's let's just get all the disgusting, filthy shit out of the way. Uh, Quantic Dream is going to make a Star Wars game. Fuck that. <laughs> you, you don't you don't like that? No. No. I think Why this not? is an insult to Star Wars. I think Star mm. Wars is is too precious an IP to give to Quantic Dream, who writes these these stories that are fucking just bizarrely out of touch, like. Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna make this game about androids that that reflects the fucking civil rights movement or and all that shit. Like, fuck off. I I think that I don't think Quantic Dream has written a like that studio has come out with a game that has a story that I am not like even the littlest bit uh, proud to uh, to 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 have experienced. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I the only Quantic Dream game I've had like some serious experience with is Detroit Become Human, and I liked that game. I thought the like the ch- the, the choices and the way that branched off, and at the end of every part, how you could just see this whole web. It was like really intricate and cool. Um, but yeah, some of the story stuff was not maybe the greatest. 
um, in some of the writing as well. Um, and David Cage can kind of get up his own ass a little bit. Can you um, imagine how up his own ass he's going to get with Star Wars? Yeah. I, <laughs> it could be a lot. But, like, the thought of them doing a Star Wars game and having it be like this choice-based adventure sort of thing is kind of interesting to me because... Um, there's some cool things I think you could do with Star Wars between, like, do you want to be on the Empire or, or, or not be with the Rebellion or whatever, like, and, and kind of make choices or, or maybe you're a Jedi and it's like, do you want to go light or dark, you know, Jedi or Sith sort of thing. Like, there's some cool thoughts that could be there, I think. Um, what's interesting though is, is is this game is kind of rumored to be a little bit more of an action game with like open elements? Yeah. Um, so it's it's unclear though if, if the action is going to be like a a narrative sort of thing within their whole kind of choice based adventure structure or not. Because um, Detroit definitely had some open areas, not not a ton, but and they weren't like super huge or anything, but. They were definitely pushing that a little bit more than they did in the past. The, um, the real fucked thing here, Tyler, to me, is that David Cage is going to be able to write canonical Star Wars content because apparently <laughs> everything that Star Wars that is yes. coming out now is canonical. Yes. And they're just going to have to yeah. roll with whatever bullshit David Cage puts out. That 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 is interesting. For sure, and I, I would, I want to know what that dynamic's like because, yeah, David Cage, you know, kind of thinks his shit doesn't stink sometimes with his writing, but then Disney and, and Lucasfilm are, are just like very kind of hands-on gatekeeping sort of stuff with their lore with Star Wars. You know what? So I, I want to know how that dynamic's working. I'm. You know what? I think this actually makes a lot of sense. If you think about George Lucas, if you think about Star Wars in the beginning, when they said that Anakin Skywalker was going to bring balance to the Force, what did they think that fucking meant? What? And you know what? It makes sense that David Cage would be a part of something like that. <laughs> because, you know, it's yeah. just... Oh, man. Yeah. It's... You know what? They're going to go back to you know what? They're they're going to go back to uh, Star Wars is bad actually territory with this. I I that is my fear. Maybe we'll see. Oh no! And is it's... is the em- is is the Empire actually bad? Who could say? <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 uh, well, yeah. Both, we'll see. We have to talk about both sides of this story. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe the Empire good. <laughs> who knows who knows um it's rumored that this has been in development for like 18 months and quantic dream did open another studio recently so also quantic it's dream no doubt that this is happening of a lot of uh, bad workplace stuff like that's oh yeah like that is something that I, th- I think a lot of people may have forgotten but like they have they have been subject to a lot of criticism as well yes Yes, they have. For sure. All right. We'll see, man. Now, also, you know, the the relationship with PlayStation is clearly 
deteriorated as well. Like, this is not going to be a PlayStation exclusive game at all. So. Oh, yeah. I think I think, it, I think at some point, Sony might have thought about buying Quantic Dream, and then that just didn't, didn't really happen. Yeah. And it's not going to happen now. Ah, yeah. Okay. Is there any more filth on this list of news here? Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess there is filth here. Uh, basically, the consequences for Activision and Blizzard aren't going to come on the front of uh, they were treating their their employees badly. Apparently, the consequences are going to come on the front of they didn't tell their investors that this might blow up. <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, the latest here is Activision Blizzard is under investigation by the SEC, um, basically because they didn't keep their investors in the know about what w- what was going on. Uh, which is not to say that they care at all. Like, this is, SEC investigation is not at all about, like, the actual mistreatment of the employees. It's about, like, it's about being honest with your investors yes so which sucks that that's that's how this is going but Activision Blizzard though I mean they're being hit from multiple sides you know whether you know yeah this might be more of a shareholder investor sort of thing whereas the California lawsuits more for you know civil stuff and pay and all that. Yeah, the, the um, thing is, the result... They're being hit a lot. The result okay. of this investigation isn't going to pay out to any of the workers who are harassed or anything. No, It's going to pay out not. to those investors. And guess who the investors are? The, the, the major big investors of Activision Blizzard are rich assholes who probably don't care about the, uh, the work working conditions, who are probably like... Yo, this is fucked up that you didn't tell us about this, but hey, we're still going to invest in your company anyway. We just, like, it's just, yeah, it's it's a bunch of rich people who probably, like, who may who may have just wanted in, in on, the, like, knowing what's up so that they could, like, maybe, like, wait to buy stock later. Or, or so, right. like, and it's like... Yeah, I, I, I don't really care if the investors get what they're due. Like, you already like if you're that major of an investor in Activision Blizzard, you're already wealthy beyond like what most people can imagine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. It isn't going to go down to the uh, to the employees, but yeah. And it's it's a shame that it's like, yeah, there's a bunch of shit, go, bad shit going on with our our, our workers, um, and uh, we kept that from the dark from the shareholders, and the shareholders are like, I don't give a fuck, you didn't tell us, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like we want you to, we want it, we want you to pay for this, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, um, oh yeah, we can we can drive an employee to suicide. But god damn it if we fuck with our investors' money. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, we'll see where this goes. Alrighty. Damn. Hmm. What else do we have here? 
I don't think the rest is is bad. Yeah. I don't know. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Bad per se, but maybe a little embarrassing here for Far Cry 6. Uh, you know, the whole point of this new generation of consoles was so we'd have ray tracing and 4K, right? Right? But Far Cry 6 isn't going to have ray tracing on either the PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. Yeah. It's, yeah, and, and so the ray tracing is only going to be on the PC version. Um, which, you know, is a bummer. It is. It's not the end of the world, but it is It is a bummer only because we've seen what ray tracing can do for some of these games, and it's fucking amazing. And we've also seen open-world games be able to do this. You know, like Miles Morales, they were like, no, we can't do ray tracing and performance at the same time, and they Insomniac figured out a way to do that. Um... A little bit different here, you know, Miles Morales, Insomniac's only developing for PS5 in that case, whereas this is for multiple consoles, I get that, but um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a bummer. I, you know, I'm sure it could come down the road. It seems like in their, in their statement, though, that they said that they are targeting 4K uh, and 60 frames, which is nice. For sure, um, that's probably the most important piece is being able to to run at, at sixty, a consistent sixty at, at a high resolution, at least for me. Um, but that ray tracing stuff, dude, like I mean, it's it's awesome, and if it's there, yeah, I'd I'd like to check it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's this kind of is kind of peeling back on like. What are these consoles actually capable of? How hard is it to achieve uh, mm-hmm. what, these, like, what people expect out of these consoles? Yeah, because it's kind of weird that we even... That developers have to even give us the option for performance or like a, a, a visual resolution sort of mode. You would kind of hope that with the power of these consoles, the speed of the hard drives, all that stuff, that they'd be able to just do both at the same time, and it's not even an option, you know what I mean? And, and maybe ray tracing is that option that they have instead or something, I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, and I'm curious if, if as this generation goes along, will ray tracing become more of a norm? I'm sure it will, hopefully. And, and these performance visual modes, like, does that go away at all? As its developers just get more used to this hardware, they're developing just for this hardware. Be curious to see where that goes. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I'm, I, uh, I, I, I my, my uh, hunch is that uh, they'll figure it out, and it's. Yeah. Maybe maybe this is just the growing yeah. pains. And also, isn't Far Cry 6 also coming out on PlayStation 4? It is. It is, so. yes. And then, two, I want to point out about Insomniac and Miles Morales. The ray tracing performance mode wasn't there at launch. Like, that came after the fact in an update. Um, so they obviously needed more time. So that could be the case here as well. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh... We actually have a date now for uh, the Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Um, guess what? It's also coming out in February. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we originally 
talked about it being delayed till next year, early next year, but now, yes, February gets yet another... Well, this being a, a collection of, of, of the games, but, like, it's... It's just another another release in February, man. February mm-hmm. 1st. Yeah, I would have thought they might have been able to get it out a little bit earlier in January where there's just not as much, but yeah. hey, yeah, go, gotta take time you need. Go play those but, games if you have it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, these, these two games, first one and Before the Storm, are fucking great. My only hunch with this is calling it a collection and not having two in there. Yeah, that's weird. That just doesn't make sense to me. At all. Um, two might be my I, favorite of the Life is Strange. I haven't played True Colors yet, but two might be my favorite of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to get around it too because I've heard so many good things about it. Um, and I love these first two. So, And True Colors sounds sounds great. I'm looking forward to playing that. So, yeah, just a little bummed out two isn't in there. But Oh, no. All right. Well... Tyler, let's 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 put our put our hands up, give all the energy to respawn here, because they may be giving us some hope. A tweet from Respawn Entertainment. Contra- contrary mm-hmm. to what some folks are reporting, Titanfall is the very core of our DNA. Who knows what the future holds? Ah. <sighs> Don't tease me, Respawn. Unless you really plan on doing it, don't tease me. I want Titanfall 3, Tyler. Yeah, me too. I think a lot of people do. Um, And it just sounds like that's not going to be happening anytime soon. I mean, Respawn's got so much going on. They got Apex. They got, no doubt, a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. They've been hiring for a bunch of other projects. And it's... um, just, yeah, it's, it's a bummer that Titanfall isn't in the cards. But they have to know that there is so much demand for a Titanfall 3. And, but, and I hope that it is in the pipeline. It's just they might not get to it in a few years. Like, I'm sure that they have just a high-level list of projects that they want to do over the next few years and hopefully Titanfall 3 is in there and we'll get it at some point but it's yeah it's a little bummer it is a bummer that it's just not in here and it's not gonna happen which also proves that that fucking NVIDIA thing people are reading way too much into that man yeah yeah like so many of these games that were in that league have came came out and were like uh that's not a thing yeah and maybe maybe they're lying to us. That's a total possibility too. But like, yeah, people are really reading into that one too much, in my opinion. Yeah, but it's a bummer. Alrighty. Well, let's go out on. Well, you know what? This I'm not sure if we'll go out of this, but the last piece of news here, real quick. The Castlevania Advance Collection. I mean, it was kind of rumored. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, it is happening. It has a has a, a release date, uh, I think, right? Where's... Uh, it's out right now. Oh, it's out now. It's out yeah. now. Oh, man. Yeah. On this came out of the Nintendo Direct, where they kind of just said it's dropped. But it's also on, on uh, PS4. Um, 
Yeah. So, um, Castlevania, Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow, all all uh, GBA games are in this collection. People have been kind of wanting a collection of these games for a while, and yeah, it's cool that they uh, that they're getting this out. And I'm curious how much work they did to it, being GBA games. How what does that look on an HD screen, mm. uh, big screen? So give me some big pixels. Yeah. So hopefully, I'm sure they did the right work there. But yeah, Castlevania. They keep putting out these collections, but not making a new Castlevania game. Yeah. So with that. Yeah. All right, Tyler. I can't. I can't not talk about it. I didn't put it in the news. What you got? But that fucking What's Mario that? movie. That casting. Oh my god. Oh my god. This thing is going to be a disaster. Oh, it will. It will. <laughs> It'll be a disaster. But dude, I am there. I am there to fucking see that thing day one. <laughs> I cannot. This fucking brat. I, yes. That fucking I cannot asshole. fucking believe that. I cannot fucking believe that. That Chris Pratt is playing Mario. But then also... He only has one mode. He's only ever played the same character in whatever he's been. Pretty much, yeah. And that isn't um, Mario. <laughs> no. And what I'm curious about is... In, in When I saw this cast, I was just like... What? I mean, Chris Pratt was the biggest one. And I don't hate Chris Pratt, but I'm with I do. You, I will he, say he, I, I do hate Chris Pratt. And that, that's <laughs> for does. reasons. Like, do you want me to explain yeah. why? Uh, go for it. Uh, it. He is a member of an anti-LGBT uh, church and proud Ooh. of it. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, he's also a... He is a proud Republican. He voted Trump. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, but he's gotten a pass in Hollywood because apparently they just like this goofy white guy. Yeah, yeah, and that's a thing with him. Like he does play the kind of same character a lot of times. I really liked him in Parks and Rec, where he got his. That's kind of where he got his start. He was very funny in that show, but. Since he's become like a big action movie guy, yeah, it's kind of what it's been. But what I'm curious about, and and this is, isn't related to just Chris Pratt. This is the whole fucking cast. Like Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keegan Michael Key is Toad. You know, that's that's the <laughs> one right. decision out of all this that yeah. I'm, I'm I'm happy about. I, I I like that too. Jack Black is Bowser, but what I'm getting at is play a Mario game. There's hardly any voice acting in any of those games, ever. How in the fuck is that going to translate into a movie with this cast? And then also, if Chris Pratt tries to do an Italian accent, that's going to be horrible. And whoever casted him to do something like that, what the fuck? But then if he sounds just like Chris Pratt normally does... As Mario? Ah, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I'm going to say my stomach turned Man. when I saw this cast. I was like, oh, God. They're, yeah. Th- what this is is Nintendo committing to never doing another movie on their products again, on their IP again. <laughs> Man. 
They were like, yeah, people it's gonna be still weird, want man. a Mario movie after that very bad one we already made? <laughs> but Let's make sure they never the ask for a Mario movie again. <laughs> and Yeah, but an animated Mario movie is the way to go, rather than a live action. But I'm just... I'm just stunned by this cast. I cannot wait for the first trailer just to see what the fuck this is going to be like. Uh, Man. Man. All right. (laughs) That was definitely the most exciting thing slash weird thing to come out of that direct was this. Yeah, I mean, there are are other characters they still have to cast if they're going to be in the movie. Yeah. Who the fuck is Wario? Who the fuck is Waluigi? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Are we also, I love that I love that Cranky Kong's in this movie, oh too. That's that's fucking great. <laughs> Fred Armisen's gonna be him, which is interesting. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't know how some of these decisions get made. Like, who gets to be in charge of this and? fucks it up this badly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Like, could they not have gotten, like, maybe an Italian actor? Like, there's gotta be an Italian out there. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of Italians out there. And I'm sure there's plenty of famous Italians that they could grab. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. God. I am so eager to see this movie. See what... What they got cooking? You know, the whole it, it, it's, it's a little bit jokey, but uh, the the Chris Pratt uh, casting as Mario is Italian is anti-Italian racism. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What is going to be the best video game movie next year? The Mario movie or the Sonic movie? The Sonic, Sonic movie, by far. The Sonic movie is going to be better than whatever this is. Yeah, yeah. It's just very interesting to me, Mario and Sonic, going head-to-head with that kind of rivalry they've always had. Mm. Well, definitely not as much as it's been, yeah. of course, in the 90s, but... Yeah, uh, just real dark times here. Uh, and <laughs> we're going to have to call the show there. I know you said you don't have much time uh, this week, so I'm going to try to try to cut it off there I, i'm sure there's something else out there we could talk about but man <laughs> this kind of yeah this mario movie man it's just it's it kept me up at night uh, that's what i'll say <laughs> yeah okay well we're gonna leave it at that we're gonna be back next week hopefully to talk about more death loop some more judgment maybe get maybe sneak in life is strange there we'll see um yeah. yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can send them our way a couple of different ways. One way is via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Wahoo!